1: Once again, the magic names of Humphrey Bogart and Lauren McCall bring you Bold Venture and a tale of mystery and intrigue.
2: Next time I come to the bank to make a deposit, sailor, I'm going to pay somebody to stand in line for me. Yes, Slate. Well, the things a man has to go through. You'd think the bank would figure out a better way to handle their customers instead of making them wait half the morning.
3: You picked this line. I wanted to get in the next one. But no, you had a system. Stand in back of a filly with the slimmest ankles because they moved. How
2: faster. was I supposed to know she's been saving pennies for 20 years? What are you pushing me for? The
3: teller's waving to you. You're next.
2: Oh. Good morning, Philippe.
4: Buenos dias, senor Shannon. Do you wish change for the parking meter again today?
3: We wish to deposit $14 today, Philippe.
5: I do not believe. Is it yoke?
3: Show him, Slate.
5: Yeah. Here. 14 bucks. Come on, come on, Philippe. I got things to do. Still, I do not believe. Still, is it yoke? Two deposits on consecutive days... This has not happened with you before, senor.
3: What are you talking about, Philippe?
5: I was just surprised, that's all. Yesterday, a deposit of $1,000. What? What thousand dollars? Senor, I received the transaction myself. A man came, gave me $1,000, and a deposit slip made out to your account. As is shown here, enter on your record. He was a short
3: man, wasn't he? With wings and a wand and pointed ears.
5: A tall man. What struck me immediately was his lack of wings and one. Now, if you please, I will enter the thousand dollars in your passbook. Gracias, señor. Let's get out of here, sailor, before
2: this whole joint goes up in a puff of smoke.
6: Kid, open up. It's Johnny. Been asleep, kid? No. No, I I have no sleep. Well, I brought us something to eat. Here's a couple of sandwiches and a can of soup. No, I, I have no hunger. You're a growing boy, kid. You've got to eat. Come on. I'll heat up the soup.
5: Johnny, you say to me you are my amigo, my friend?
6: I am, kid. I'm your good friend. Maybe the only friend you've got. Why you bring me to this port, Marielle? Make me live in shadows? Make me to walk at your side like a dog? That's a fair question, kid. Then answer me. If I brought you into Havana in the bright sunlight, they'd machine gun you on sight, like they did your father before you. I'm not afraid of them. Let them know I'm here. Let them know I've come to avenge my father, to finish his work. Look, Mario, your old man died in the gutter at my feet. He was my friend. His dying bought me a byline. It was the first one I ever had. Political figure assassinated. Eyewitness account by Johnny Thomas. But well, I contacted Shannon Mario. He'll get you into Havana. In the still of the night. You spoke with him? Well, no. I just watched his mouth drop open at the bank when the teller told him that he had a thousand dollars that he never had before. He knew your father. He loved him. A thousand bucks. That makes the heart grow fonder. So let's eat, kid. I'm starved. <laughs>
3: Let's ask King Moses if he sees it, too. Uh, he won't see it. I know he won't, but let's try. King, King, come here for a minute.
7: Yes, Miss Sailor.
3: What is it I can do for you? Take this bank book. All right, now open it. Very good. Now look on the last line on page one. What do you see?
7: If you would have come to King Moses, I would have gotten the money for you somehow. I am your friend, and I will come to visit you often and play my guitar to you. I will get it. Shannon's place. What? Mr. Shannon, please. Oh, yes. Mr. Shannon is here. It is for you, Mr. Shannon. A long-distance call.
6: Oh,
2: that Queenie. I told her not to call me. I'd call her. Give me the phone. Hello, Queenie.
6: You got your thousand, didn't you, Shannon?
2: Huh? Who is this?
6: I'll tell you tonight. You want to earn that grand, Shannon? I've got an idea you do.
2: All right. Tell me how.
6: Just take a walk tonight. Main Monument. About 11. Goodbye, Shannon.
3: The main monument by Tropic Moonlight Slate. Monumental, isn't it?
2: You noticed it too, huh? Hey, maybe this will be our guy, sailor. He
3: better be. How long can you wait for someone who slips you a thousand bucks? Hmm. You think uh, all your life would be overplaying it?
2: Would you
6: happen to be looking for two suddenly rich people, mister? I would. The money makes a happy bulge in your pocket, doesn't it, Shannon? Mine too. Who do we have to kill for it, mister?
3: And, uh, will you issue the Gats?
6: <laughs> this will be the easiest bundle that you
2: ever made, Mr. Val. You know our names? You give us money. The bank opens at nine. Be there. You can have back your grand. Let's go, Sally.
6: Now, listen to me. I'm Johnny Thomas. I scribble for the papers. Maybe you've seen my stuff right next to the comics? Oh, I have. Good, too. That's why you shower bills on us? Because you found someone who reads you? Because I want you to get a kid into Havana... A kid by the name of Mario Carada. Carada. The name register? Carada.
2: Mm, Carada. Hey! A man by that name was murdered a while
6: back. A man I liked, admired. Mario's his son. He's at Marielle waiting for you. Pier 12. Do it for two grand and a man you liked. At four this morning? I got the kid out of Havana so he wouldn't die too. What makes him want to go back? Because he figures he's got a mission, you know, a grail. Sometimes that happens to a good kid.
2: Duck, sailor, duck! Oh,
3: get, get the kid, Shannon. Get, uh... They killed him, Slate. They shot him down.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's what they did, sailor. That makes two dead. Maybe we can keep a third one alive. <laughs>
4: my office, senorita? Senor?
3: Now look, Inspector LaSalle.
4: I have been looking. I look at you, I look at Senor Shannon. What I see is invisible, nevertheless there. Violence. The shadow of a dead man's body. Por favor, in.
2: What did you drag us down here for, LaSalle? We told you what happened. We didn't miss a detail. Johnny Thomas phoned me and said... What is Senor Thomas to you? He deposited a
4: thousand bucks in my bank account. Because he is sending you through correspondence school, eh?
3: Because he wanted Slate to do a favor for him.
4: All favors that cost $1,000 or over can be illegal. This I had to write 100 times upon the blackboard when I went to the police academy.
3: Why don't you stop pinching your own cheeks and listen to us?
4: I put both palms upon the desk. I smile kindly. I lean forward slightly and I ask you a question. I say please and I ask. please. How uh, did the name of Mario Carate intrude into your conversation with Senor Thomas? Please. Let's not
2: get childless, LaSalle. You know as much about Mario as I do. You know his background. You know who his father was. And if I remember correctly, you liked his father as
4: much as I did. Senor, we of the police are never mixed with politics. The axiom is the one concerning the keeping of the clean nose. I permit myself no opinion.
3: Opinion or not, LaSalle, you'd better face it. There are political gangsters in Havana like there are any place else. Mario's father was a good man.
4: You're not giving him credit, Sailor. He was a lot better than that. Otto Carada was
2: assassinated.
4: Havana wept for him, which included me.
2: And the murder of Johnny Thomas
4: is something else to weep about. Because it's all part of the same thing. I will tell you something, Senor Shannon. You are Americano. You are here in Cuba by the grace of my government. You will not meddle in matters political.
2: To me, it's not a matter politico. As far as I'm concerned, two men died. Two good men. They were murdered. That's something to meddle in. You want to tell me anything else, Lasalle? No. Wave goodbye to the inspector, sailor.
3: You sure? Thomas said, "Pier twelve late?
2: Yeah. The machine gun jotted it down for me.
3: We've been waiting here in the bold venture for over an hour. Look, it's it's almost dawn.
2: I don't look for anything but the kid, sailor. At dawn we can see any time.
3: I'm not so sure. This could be our last one.
2: Maybe I ought to go into Marielle and try to find him. Maybe the kid overslept. Maybe he's dancing somewhere.
3: No, Slate. We wait here. If you went looking for him, the boy might get hurt. You might get hurt.
2: Yeah. Well, maybe I better keep it the way they wanted it. Hey, look, sailor, that powerboat is circling in toward
3: us. Maybe the boy's on it. Maybe he's...
6: Ahoy, a Ahoy!
3: Yeah?
6: Hold out your hands, Shannon. I've got a package for you. Catch! Got it! Open it, Shannon, Then hold it close. It will break your heart.
3: What's in it, Slate?
2: A hat. The initial's MC.
3: Mario Carrada? You think it's his hat?
2: I don't know, sailor, but this... This blood, it's still wet.
3: Throw it away, Slate. I don't want
8: to look at it.
2: Yeah. Let's get out of here. I don't think Mario's going to keep our appointment.
1: Bogart and Lauren Bacall and the second act of our story.
7: Mister Slate, ladies say, Lord, they go to the bank to deposit fourteen dollar to fill the blank. At the window, they get a gratuity, a thousand dollar community property. To earn the money is a very small matter To bring to Havana a persona non grata They sail to the port and wait for the boy But he hot with blood make tears no joy
3: You're right, King. Makes tears.
2: Grata was a fine old man. They cut him down in a busy street. The tourists gathered round to watch him die. Now his son. Guy yells, here,
7: catch! throws me a hat soaked with a boy's blood. Do not try to bring back a dead boy, Mr. Slate. It will only give you more anguish. Who says he's dead?
9: If he
3: is or if he isn't, King's right. Leave it alone.
2: Tell me how i do that, sailor, because I'd like to know. I really would.
3: Give it to the police, to LaSalle.
2: You still haven't told me how it'll leave me alone.
3: (sighs) Yeah, that's how it always is with you, isn't it, Slate?
2: How it's always going to be. So I can get up in the morning and shake hands with myself and say, "How do you do, Slate Shannon? Glad to meet you."
3: King said it, Slate. How will you bring a boy back from the dead?
2: What's with you and King? You dead happy? I'm going to look for Mario Carada. Don't wait up for me, you two. I couldn't take it.
6: do you feel, Mario? Mario? I, I have a thirst. The, the blood I have lost. You return to Cuba. I cannot permit this. Did Water. Slate Shannon bring you back here to Mariel? No, senor. Is verdad. You will not speak Spanish. You will forget even the language of this country. Else you will die. Comprende? Comprende? Yes. Yes, you understand. Now, Mario, you came to Havana to avenge your father's killing. To kill me? No. No, no, it's not so. It is so. Slate Shannon. What plot have you made with him?
10: Nothing. I, I swear it on, on my father, I swear. Permit me but a sip of water. You see, of
6: course. <laughs> You are a good boy now, Mario. You have forgotten how to speak Spanish.
5: huh?
6: I like you. I will give you the water if you tell what the Spanish word is for water. The word, Mario. What is the word? For the water, the word. Agua. Our... You remember the Spanish word. <laughs> Suffer a little more until you forget. Perhaps until you die.
4: down, Senor Shannon. You look quite pale, quite worn. Yeah, I am, LaSalle. The only other time I have seen you so is the time when we picked you up after an all-night clam bake because you were cracking the clams too loud. <laughs> yeah, I
2: remember. Yeah, that was quite a party. One of the clams bit back. I have been looking for Mario Carrara, every place I know, everyone who knew him. He's not there. Nobody knows him. I told you before, senor... Before, I was supposed to pick him up in Marielle. Before, it was a big political secret you wanted no part of, remember?
4: This I have been trying to tell you. I still have no part of it. You have been friendly. Goodbye, senor. Not even if he's dead, maybe. Murdered, maybe. Why do you say such a thing, senor? Why? Come in. Senor Juan Miguel... To what do I owe your presence? La Salle, it is that I have come for Mario Carada. So? This man also wants him, Senor Miguel. This man, Slate Shannon. Just for the record, Senor Miguel, what
2: do
6: you want, Mario? To uh, make amends to him for the dying of his father? To welcome with open arm the boy to Havana? To convince him that I did not murder the splendid man who gave him birth?
4: But you were acquitted of this charge, Senor. They said you were innocent. Ah,
6: see, but in the eyes of the boy, I want to read my innocence in his eyes.
2: I'm just scratching, McGill. I, I don't know if the boy is dead. Maybe you'd know, being
6: so close to his father and all. I advise, senor, let me look for the boy. Then perhaps you will live to welcome him into my arms. Adios, senores. Adios.
2: Hmm. Juan McGill... Come through his biography for me, Lasalle. He is an
6: honored man
4: in Havana, Señor. He was the political enemy of Horta Carada, but as you heard,
6: permit me. Is this where it is to register for a room?
3: Single or double?
6: Single would be pleasant.
3: I can give you room two B right down the hall. Hot and cold running water. And a stall shower which you can squeeze into with the Genton 2C. And if you stand on the bed, you can see the ocean.
6: Room to be will be very pleasant.
3: Well, there's the pen right in front of you. Just sign the register. Gracias.
6: I am sure that I will enjoy it here.
3: Hey, you write pretty big, don't you? Took up three lines on the register.
6: So that you can read my name and address... I'm afraid you'll have to carry the
3: baggage yourself because...
6: This baggage, I always carry myself.
3: We charge for guns according to their caliber. What is that, uh, 32? That'll be 50 cents... This gun
6: does not frighten you? Even when I release the safety catch?
3: All right, I'm frightened. And I'm curious. What do you want?
6: To do you a favor? To take you to Mario Carada? Move, senorita or you will see him through sightless eyes.
2: What do you mean, Sailor's not
7: here, King? She's supposed to be working the desk. Did she tell you where she was going? No, Mr. Slit. I was shopping for the kitchen the whole time. I have no idea what idea came to Miss Sailor.
2: Yeah, she and her girlish whims...
7: Why does she do things like that? If it will make you feel any better, Mr. Slate, we got a new guest. It says here in the register. A gentleman from Marielle. Marielle?
2: That's where I was supposed to pick up Mario. Let's see that register.
7: Juan McGill. I wonder what he's doing here in my hotel. He's registered for room 2B, Mr. Slate. Why don't we ask him? Yeah. Why don't we? Come on, King.
2: Senor Miguel! Senor! Give me the passkey, King.
7: Ah, he's not in. Hmm, Hasn't been either from the luxury room. Just the way I left it when I made
2: it up. The way he wrote his name in the book so no one could miss it. And his address in
7: Marielle. And the fact that Miss Salo is certainly not among us. I will make you a thermos of something hot, Mr. Slate. You will want it for the boat trip to Mariel.
2: Miguel! Hey, Miguel! Who is? Slate Shannon, open up. Hey, where...
6: It was behind your back, Shannon.
3: Try real hard, Slate. Open uh, your eyes. Uh. Come on, one more try and you'll make it. Uh, yeah. Don't try to move your arms. They're in back of you and they're tied. Your legs, too. We make neat bundles. Uh.
2: Where are we, sailor?
3: What is this? I can give you a vivid description. We're in the only fish cannery in the port of Marielle, and we're tied up after hours. Uh,
2: what are they going to do to us? Can us?
3: I've been sitting here looking at you for the last couple of hours, wondering how you look filleted. I don't think you look good. Never pass inspection.
2: When Miguel took you away, did he introduce you to Mario?
3: Mario's over there, dead, shot.
2: Oh, Miguel?
8: Yeah.
3: First he gave Mario a speech on politics, then he shot him.
2: Miguel's saving us for the ocean, huh?
3: Because we're not Cuban. He doesn't want to be connected with any murdered Americans.
2: hmm Fish cannery, huh?
3: What makes you so dreamy about a fish cannery?
2: Just about a conveyor belt. You see that switch?
3: Mm Mm-hmm. It says off.
2: Now, ease over to it.
3: I'll try.
2: Yeah, that's it. Now, it's right in back of you. Now, reach up a little higher. Can you make it?
3: I'm trying. It
2: hurts. It's an awfully cold ocean, sailor. Reach.
3: Did you bring a fish to can, or did you just come here for the ride?
2: I'm going to try to use the edge of this conveyor belt for a knife.
3: Slate, be careful. That thing can cut right through your hand.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll keep it in mind. Yeah, I made it, sailor. Wait a second, I'll untie my feet. Okay, sir. Sa- hey, did you turn off that switch?
3: No, Slade, he did.
6: With one hand, Shannon. I needed the other to hold the gun. You disappointed me. I thought that you would die without a struggle, a clean death. Don't let it worry you. <coughs> Duck, sailor. And you or me,
2: Miguel. Uh, uh, stupid, oh, stupid, oh, you... now, now pull that trigger and you'll blow your heart out. <coughs> pull it. Go ahead. Ah, huh, you just temporarily saved your own life, Miguel.
3: When are you going to stop fooling around and untie me?
2: <laughs> yeah, I like you better this way.
3: Come on, Slate. These cords are cutting into my ankles.
2: And I'd be a fool to let anything happen to those ankles. Hand them up to me, sailor, then I'll take you home.
3: Hey, Slade, it came. What did? The reward.
2: What are you talking about? What reward?
3: For capturing a criminal, don't you remember? The owner of the cannery said he was going to send us a reward because he got so much favorable publicity. People are eating his tuna like crazy. Mm,
2: He's a lucky fellow. What did he send us?
3: Tuna, shredded, grated, filleted, breast of, and creamed. A dozen cans of each.
2: That's a real, genuine reward, all right.
3: I've got a reward for you, too. (laughs)
2: Because I was so brave and swashbuckling?
3: Because you were so nice about my ankles. You really like them, huh?
2: Better than canned tuna. What's the reward?
3: Come here. Like that?
2: Figure out a way to can that stuff, sailor. I'm a hungry man.
1: Once again, the magic names of Humphrey Bogart and Lauren McCall bring you Bold Venture and a tale of mystery and intrigue.
2: Now look, Mrs. Baker.
8: Please let me finish. Uh... I know I'm not as young as you might like, but I am well off, and I could make you very happy, Mr. Shannon. What are you blushing for,
3: Slate? You never been proposed to? A catch like you?
2: You keep out of this, sailor. Go darn a shoulder strap. Mend a sock.
3: Your trousseau's an apple pie order, dear. Besides, if a fellow's going to get married, somebody has to give him away. I give you away. Take
8: him, Mrs. Baker. Thank you, dear. I'm quite sold on him. He's everything they told me he would be, and more.
2: I was recommended, eh, huh, Mrs.
8: Baker? By Darby and Joan.
2: Hmm, Darby and Joan. Joan sounds familiar, but Darby throws me. Look it up in my files, sailor.
8: Darby and Joan incorporated the lonely hearts club. It was there that I saw your picture. There that I fell in love with you.
2: Sailor, have you been handing out my picture again?
3: Stuffing it in mailboxes. Didn't hit a lonely arts club, though. Too many people were throwing rocks at me.
8: Now, what does it matter how it got there? All I know is that I saw it and they gave me your address, and I'm here to ask for your hand in marriage. Say yes, Mr. Shannon.
2: Look, Mrs. Baker, there are a lot of other fish in the sea. You'll get over it.
3: We'll be friends. Have another cliche, Slate. I just made some fresh.
8: Well, you don't understand, you see. I'm a widow... Lonely, unhappy widow. My husband was lost in the Texas City disaster in 1947. Since then, I- I've tried to replace the man he was. But you're the first one I've found.
3: Oh, I'm
2: sorry, the... Mrs. Baker. Mrs. Baker, really sorry I can't marry you.
3: You don't know what a happy girl he's just made you, Mrs. Baker. My heartfelt felicitations. I'll get you a cab,
8: dear. <laughs>
5: Having fun, Laura. Love it. I like the way all of this fits you. Swank hotel, heated swimming pool, patio, all of it. It's a good background for you, Laura. Yeah.
8: Yes, it is. Uh,
5: Laura. Want to go in? No. Laura, what are you going to do with my wife? Don't
8: worry about it. She'll be found. She'll make a headline in the paper. Mary Baker and I will have tea, we'll take a walk. She'll be found. Uh Uh-huh. Just don't worry about
5: it. I'm not worried. An executive like you, a career girl who runs a lonely hearts club, odds and ends and details, tea with a woman, walk with a woman, the killing of a woman, second nature for you, Laura.
8: Not really, darling. It becomes a matter of overcoming an obstacle like you did. I guess. After all, Frank, your wife thinks you're dead. Your wife thinks you went up in an explosion. Letting her think that's more cruel than what I'm going to do. Dying only takes a moment.
5: I guess. But understand this, Laura. When that boat went up in Texas City and 500 people turned up dead or missing... Well, I became one of the missing.
8: I know. You couldn't stand your wife.
5: That's right. Why I ever married her...
8: For her money, darling. Let's not be coy. That's why you've come back. To get her money. And me.
5: Mostly you.
8: Without your wife's money, darling... I'd look at you sitting beside me and see a man slowly turning to flab.
5: That's me for you. Let's take a dip, Laura.
8: Whatever you say, Frank.
2: Got your motor, sailor. Okay. Ease her in. I'll hop up on the pier and make her fast. Throw me a line, sailor. Okay, secure.
3: Give me a hand, Slade.
2: <laughs> the sea air you
3: dainty, I'm busy.
4: Let me give you my hand, senorita Duval. I have one I'm not using.
3: Sure you can spare it, Inspector LaSalle? Thanks. Explain a man like Slade to me, LaSalle. What makes him so cozy about handing a girl off a boat?
4: Perhaps his brain is occupied with women he has handed over to death. All
2: right, LaSalle. Had a rotten day today. No fish. Huh? You said something, LaSalle?
4: You will come quietly, eh, huh, senor? You will not upset the equilibrium of the harbor, of my delicate stomach. <laughs> you, you tried bicarb? I got some on the boat. Fetch
2: it, sailor. The policeman has a tummy ache.
4: And also in the head. From looking at your picture. You look at it, senor. What sickness does it give to you?
2: Are you kidding? It's one of my more glamorous poses. Where else have you seen an open throat like that?
3: You want Slate's permission to wear it in a locket around your neck, LaSalle? Gee, my Slate's is in demand, aren't you, boy?
2: What'll I write on it, LaSalle?
4: To my favorite gendarme with regret? A confession would be nice to write on it.
3: What have you boys been up to?
4: A confession to the murder of a Mrs. Baker.
2: Well, that's the lady you wanted to marry me. You think I'd kill an intelligent lady like that?
4: The motive we will discuss later in The Calaboose. But first, we will study the matter of her lying on the patio of your hotel with a bullet wound in her heart, with the gun that made the wound in your room where I found it, next to her purse empty of $150 and full of this picture of you.
2: You're crazy. That picture was taken by a chubby red-headed sidewalk photographer for 25 centavos. I never... In
4: the jail, we will take one of you for free, senor. Please, do not make me to shoot you in the leg. Our police doctors are so overworked. But the hangman... Slack for him, huh?
2: Get bail, sailor. After you get your mouth closed, get bail.
7: Miss Sailor! Miss Sailor! Did you get it, King? Yes, Miss Sailor, to the penny. Enough to go, Mr. Slate, bail.
3: Did Mr. Crevelin give you any trouble this time?
7: Oh, Mr. Crevelin was very kind he said this is the eighth time we have hocked the boat. Two more times and he will put a gold star beside our names. Five more times a certificate of merit. Ten more times and. Uh, what are you staring at, Miss Sailor? A chubby redhead. It is not true what they say about chubby redheads, Miss Sailor. But this one has a camera. Wait here, King.
3: I'm going to have my picture taken. Hi there. Huh.
10: I fall on my face. You are so beautiful.
3: Take my picture, and I'll autograph it for you.
10: Oh, I faint from the sheer joy of such a suggestion. However, I will take your picture, and you will send me twenty-five centavos. See? ¿Sí? See. Sí. Bueno. Stand as you are. So, so. Smile. So. So. It is done. My card. My address. Send money, I will send picture. No money, no picture. Known as law of supply and demand.
3: I like the way you handle your camera, senor.
10: Uh, Luis, my name to those who enjoy me. I enjoy you. Tingles all over, see. I'm fighting it, but
3: uh, tingles all over, uh, See.
10: The picture would still cost 25 five cent hours, senorita.
3: I'll pay you for Slay Shannon's picture, too. Slate Shannon, a man whose picture you took the other day.
10: Is is a mistake. Adios, senorita.
7: Goodbye.
3: Hey, come back here. Hey, you, Louie.
7: What happened, Miss Saylor? Why is he running?
3: I don't know, King. Let's tell Slate. I'll bet it'll tingle him all over. Get arrested once more, Slate, and we'll be wearing barrels where our jeans ought to be.
2: Well, I get more costly all the time, huh, sailor? Three thousand bucks to bail me out of a murder wrap.
3: You get any more costly, you can drag out the tin cup your Aunt Sophie sent for your birthday.
2: <laughs> ah, good old Aunt Sophie. She knew I'd make it someday.
3: You haven't got much time left for nostalgia, Slate. Better start collecting your memories. I just got you out on bail. You're still number one chum for the murder of Mrs. Baker.
2: Yeah. Tell me again about the photographer, Sailor.
3: I told you. I mentioned your name, the wave went out of his red hair, and he took off after us.
2: <laughs> Darby and Joan, Lonely Hearts, Incorporated.
3: The man's wanted for murder, and he thinks of. He
2: thinks of our picture of him got put on the market. Run on home, Sailor. No, 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 no. No, no. Better still, walk. I'll stand here and watch.
3: And when I'm out of sight?
2: The Darby and Joan. Maybe they'll rent me a murderer. Hello. My name's Slate Shannon.
8: You're a lonely heart. Welcome to Darby and Joan, Incorporated. From here on in, your troubles will be bubbles and the cares that infest the day will be replaced by a bevy of whatever you like. Blonde or brunette, Mr. Shannon? Tall, short, kittenish, or uh, one who bakes bread like mother?
2: <laughs> oh, about like you. Somebody I can't make up my mind about until it's too late.
8: I'll help you out. Get up from behind this desk.
2: Well? I'm your easiest customer in months. What do your club rules say I do now?
8: Rule one, we find out if we have a common interest.
2: And talk about it?
8: If it needs talking
2: about Mine it. does.
8: Not mine. See, we're different. We won't get along at all. Well, I can recommend Miss Wormsley to you. She's not beautiful, but she crochets like the Dickens.
2: Would she know what my picture is doing in your files?
8: What are you talking about? You heard me. I oh, you so far away.
2: <laughs> yeah, I am. This better... You're hurting. That's the impression I wanted to give. The picture.
8: In a little while. Hold me. Wait a minute, the door. Forget it, just hold me. Tight slate, like you hate me and want to
5: love me. Yeah.
8: You didn't have to hit him so hard, Frank.
5: That's the way you hit people with the butt of a gun?
8: Get him out of there, drag him away someplace. I can't look at him helpless.
5: He's not that kind of a man. You mean you could go for a guy like that? The way he looks now? All right. Don't answer me, Laura. I'll just drag him away.
1: Humphrey Bogart and Lauren McCall and the second act of our story.
7: Mental strife, aching for affection, no girl, no wife. When moon is nicely situated, try Darby and Jones, Incorporated. I offer this suggestion with fingers crossed. Walk, don't run, first figure de cost. If love is making you crazy in the head, it once happened to a lady, it killed her dead. King... What is it with you men?
3: What do you mean, Miss Saylor? I mean, what is it? Mrs. Baker was looking for a husband. She was gentle-looking, had a kind of beauty that becomes a woman her age. Why should everything suddenly get violent?
7: I don't know. I just don't know. All people have secrets locked away. Secrets sometimes have death in them.
3: That chubby photographer, King. He's the boy that someone ought to talk to. He's the boy I'm
7: going to talk to. No, wait for Mr. Slate. He will be back from that Lonely Hearts Club soon.
3: I doubt it. When Slate gets mixed up in a club like that, he starts organizing smokers, field trips, good and welfare committees, first aid classes. Oh, I've seen him operate before. That kid's a joiner. I'm going to see that photographer. Oh, oh, I'm sorry I didn't see you. Can I help you?
5: Uh, Do you have a payphone here?
3: Right over there by the steps. Oh, thank you. When Slate gets back, tell him to wait for me. I'll
5: be back shortly. Hello? Laura, this is Frank. That Duval dame's going to see Louis. Meet me there right away. Laura, over here in the alley.
8: That's why I adore you, Frank. Your bag is so full of tricks. Why didn't you wait for me in front of Lewis's shop where you told me you'd wait?
5: Someone else is waiting there. Miss Duval, Shannon's good companion.
8: Is the lady shilling for the snapshot artist? Why didn't you go right on in?
5: Because his shop is locked. Because there's a sign on his door that says, Out, back in 30 minutes.
8: And I'll bet the run in my stocking you made him hang it there.
5: Uh Uh-huh. I called him disguised my voice told him there was a wedding party that couldn't go on unless he was there with his tripod and flashbulb Say that's a bad run when we've finished I'll buy you all the stockings you'll ever need
8: I'll come higher than that dear higher because I killed your wealthy widow remember
5: I'll remember it like it was our song
8: Now that you've met me talk to me in an
5: alley what it leads to the back entrance of Louis's shop into his dark room that's the one we'll use because it'll be interesting what Miss Duval has to say to our Louis.
8: We break in like common burglars hide in the
5: dark. Uh-huh. A thought tease you, Laura. I did
8: things like this when I was a little girl, hiding under front porches. Come on, Frank. It'll be fun.
3: Come on, Louis. Stop fumbling with those keys. Open
10: the door. Very well, senorita. Inside. I will lock it. Now, now, what is it you wish?
3: The picture you took of Slate Shannon. Por favor, senorita. You talk crazy. All right. Let's hear what the cops think. Unlock the door. Uh, wait, Senorita. You're going to give me that picture? Uh, wait.
10: Uh, I, I will give you the picture. Here. Here it is.
3: One more thing, Louis.
10: Yes. Yes, I will tell you. I will tell you everything. But permit me, there are some prints in the room and back. I must attend to them. I will return immediately. Hurry right, back. Hello, Louis. Huh? No.
5: No, please. Get him out of the way, Frank. Yeah, sure.
3: Hey, what goes on? What happened?
5: Oh, don't fight it, my pretty. Just relax. Just inhale. This stuff takes no time at all to put you asleep. That's it. That's it.
8: Everybody here! Frank, it's the police. They heard the shots.
5: She's groggy enough. Just stick the gun in her hand. Now, let's get out of here.
7: Tell me again, Mr. Slit, how the Miss Lonely Hearts took you in her arms, and all of a sudden there was a slam, bang, a gazang on the back of your skull, and the nightingale sang and the stars dripped gold.
2: <laughs> I really made it live for you, huh, King? Where's Sailor? Fly, Mr.
7: Slit. It is thin fingers of the law.
2: Save it for amateur night, King. Hi, LaSalle. What brings that sparkle
4: to your teeth? Mm, they sparkle when I grin. I grin because I am jolly. I am jolly because I have come to return the deposit you made on your life. What? Your $3,000 bail, senor. We have found the motive for the murder of senora Mary Baker. It was jealousy. I'm sorry she's dead. She seemed a fine woman. She was. This we have learned. When her husband was lost in the Texas City disaster, she was insane with grief. They had to prevent her from taking her own life. But it didn't stick, huh? She told me she was rich. Who gets her money? For the dead, there are always those who wait to get the money. They weep, then grovel for the money. But from Luis, the photographer, they will get nothing. The redhead? What are you talking about? He has also been murdered, senor. By the same who killed the senora. Murderer to wit one Sailor Duval. You lost your marbles, La Salle? I thought it would interest you. Visiting hours are from two to two fifteen, senor. And don't bring back the bail. We have no use for it. I will give you three minutes, senor. Thanks. Maybe I can do something for you sometime, like break your leg. Three minutes, senor. I will stand here watching them fly by on my watch.
3: Look at me, Slate. I'm a killer. Like the role?
2: What happened, sailor?
3: I went to Louis to get that picture of you. He balked. I said I'd call the cops, so he gave it to me. Then he went to the back room to enlarge a snapshot or something. Then there were shots. Then, then I woke up with a gun in my hand. Louis at my feet, and a cop pulling my eyelids open and saying, "Quit stalling, babe," or the Spanish equivalent. Then you got the picture. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Turn your back, slate. You go and stir, Happy.
2: Give me the picture.
3: Here. Huh. Well,
2: what do you know? We only saw half the picture the first time, sailor. This is all of it. Now, you see that woman pointing a finger at me there in the background?
3: What about her? I thought she was a tourist pointing out one of Havana's oddities.
2: Ah, that's Laura of the Lonely Heart. Don't go away, sailor. Bounce your iron ball. I'll be back soon. Hi, Laura. I brought you something. Well, you don't have to bribe me. Well, take a look. You and me together in one picture. We'll take a million more. You were pointing out a pigeon to the photographer. You were showing him Slate Shannon.
8: I wanted you for my album. I stay up late nights with my album.
2: Pigeon. Me. For the murder of Mrs. Baker.
8: I thought you were a man in the crowd. Now I know better. How were we the last time? Like this? Just about.
2: <laughs> about now comes the hit over the head.
8: A jealous customer. We get all kinds. Relax, Lee. This time there'll be no hurt in it. Show me. All right. My lip's on your cheek. Here. 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 Here.
2: You'll never make it, Laura. You just got a customer.
8: Get out of here, Frank. I'll see you later.
2: What's he got to give you, Laura?
8: Get out of here.
2: I just gave her something, Frank. A picture. You want to see it? Here. Go
5: ahead. Look at it. Laura. You lost it good, didn't you? Laura here handles all your work, huh? You won't like her, Shannon. Ask her to love, she'll love. Ask her to kill, she'll kill. Either one buys a man grief.
8: Slade, don't listen to him. He's furious because I'm with
5: you and not him. You got anybody you want to kill Shannon? A photographer, A wife? A wife?
2: You had one of those, Frank? Yeah, I lost her. Uh Uh-huh. No, that's not the way it was. She lost you in Texas City in 1947. Then you followed your wife to Havana and teamed up with Laura because you got lonely for your wife's money. It's a great loneliness.
5: Now what, Frank? Now what? I start running. I'm leaving you, Laura. To Mr. Shannon. He can have you and the two murders on your hands. Bye.
8: Frank. What, Laura? (laughs) And now you know how much I hated him, sleep. You did it for me, huh? I wanted you to see me do it. Huh. You know, it's a
2: time like this when I'm putty in a girl's hands. Especially when she's holding a gun on me. You can change that.
8: How? Make me believe you want to change. All right. Believe me?
2: Uh-huh. Making love at the point of a gun, that's exciting. Throw the gun away. I can take it from here.
8: I believe you. I'll keep my eyes open, Slate. I want to watch your face. Slate, don't touch that gun. Slate.
2: For a girl in the Lonely Hearts business, you sure got a talent for being lonely.
8: Slate, I, I, I believed you. Don't you see this is Laura for you, Slate? For no one else. Listen to me. Listen to me, Slate. Just you and me.
2: Let me know when you're finished, Laura. And we'll take a walk. Sailor's hands must be numb bouncing that iron ball. Taylor, where are you?
3: Out here on the patio, taking a sunbath. Come on out. Hi, Slate. Sit down.
2: That's a jazzy sunsuit you're wearing.
3: You like it, huh?
2: Never saw the like. Blue and white striped canvas.
3: The latest thing.
2: <laughs> Picked it out of a mail order catalog, huh?
3: Swiped it while the turnkey wasn't looking.
2: They issue suits like that for the girls in the pokey?
3: Uh huh. I cut it down for my uniform.
2: Well, bye, sailor.
3: Hey, where are you going?
2: I don't know. That, uh, that convict suit, uh, uh, that stuff's liable to rub off. No, it won't.
3: Come here. See? Hey, where are you going?
2: It rubbed off. You made me a happy convict, sailor.
3: So, where are you going?
2: To get me a couple of rocks. I'll make sand out of them
1: with my bare hands. <laughs>